True Bible Mission for Jesus Church, located at 6010 West Mill Road. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the pastor is Elaine Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord, it's chat time again. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time again. Now this week, we will continue to discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So I have a lot, a lot of topics. People sent me, I found, I don't know, but out of all of them, you know, there's one thing that disturbs me a lot. And there's this commercial on TV for um, it, it's advertising, um, it's an advertisement announcing that children five and older are now eligible for a COVID-19 vaccine. And it says, our future, uh, we can do this, five years to 11 years COVID-19 vaccines. And I tried to print out like a Print out something where the tell you know where you could read what the television, but it, it I had to go back and listen to it, but it shows and I know you people have seen it. It shows different children from different backgrounds playing. They're on swings. They're playing baseball. There's they're outside playing and doing things. And and the wording on this TV commercial says good news for America's future for future entrepreneurs and veterinarians. Now, nobody's saying this. It's just like wording on the commercial on the screen. And for tomorrow's firefighters, meteorologists, senators, and CEOs, it's their turn. Now, everyone five and older can get a COVID vaccine. And the first thing that comes to my mind when I see that commercial every time how does this fit in with all the abortions that are being done worldwide? You know, I, right, I remember... Right. How many firefighters have they killed? How many meteorologists have they destroyed? How many future presidents, presidents did they the kill? Right. Or people who could find can cures for cancer or right. other, other deadly diseases. Mm -hmm. Or teachers or congressmen or right. surgeons or airline pilots or inventors right uh how many of have those have we already killed yes. by all the abortions that have been performed just in this year alone right you know and and i'm thinking why is covid 19 vaccine i don't know why is that better 
I mean, you're afraid you're going to kill the children, but you're not afraid you're going to kill them before they're born? Right. I don't get that. I that doesn't make either. any sense no, to me. Yeah, so backwards. Yes. So um, I ran across this article on Christian Headlines, and it says that abortion is the leading cause of death worldwide for the second year in a row. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Yes. I mean, it's not murder. It's not sickness. It's not disease. Right. Like it's not murder in the traditional sense, but it's definitely. No, no, is. right, right. Yeah. It's not, it's not, but it's, it's murder in the sense that you're killing the unborn child. Right, you're shedding innocent blood. By the hundreds and it's thousands of millions. It's the leading cause right. of death for the second year in a row. We get upset when we look at the statistics in Milwaukee when there are so many shootings that right. are more than last year. Right. Or... Um, right, 500 died this year, this, this okay. time. I'm not saying minimizing that. Right. I'm not minimizing but that. But it's 500 compared to what? Let me just tell you, <laughs> in this article, I was appalled. The very last line of this article says, at the time of this publication, which was January 7th of 2022, okay. World of Meter found that 771,000 abortions have been performed worldwide since January 1st. Oh, my In goodness. seven days. Right. It's like 100,000 a day. 771,100 unborn children Have were killed. Slaughtered. Right. And that just, I mean, that's, that's I mean, it has nothing to do with... It's like 100,000 every day. <laughs> Worldwide, lives are being snuffed out. I mean, other, there are other leading causes of death in the world that include cancer, which is 8.2 million, smoking-related causes, about 5 million, <coughs> and HIV and AIDS, 1.7 million, car accidents, 1.3 million people, suicides, 1.1 million but that's nothing compared to killing unborn children. Right. The news are trying to make it like certain things like gun violence and especially gun violence. They try to make, make that as like the top thing of, in the news with murder and all that. But right. it pales in comparison to abortion. Yes, it does. So in 2020, Christian Headlines reported that last year, 2020, abortion was the leading cause of death with more than 42.6 million pregnancies that were terminated. Wow. Now, how many of those were who had the cure for cancer? How many of those had inventions? How many were architects? How many were firefighters, entrepreneurs? Meteorologists, how many of those people did we kill? Mm -hmm. We just snuffed out their future. Right. And they're worried about vaccinating five to 11 year old children. That's okay. (laughs) Vaccinate your children if that's what you believe to do. Vaccinate them. But it's hypocritical for them to talk about the future when they're killing the young every 
single day. day. You don't have believe. a future when you kill the future. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That, that just got to me. So anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> Someone sent this to me, this article. And I know several weeks ago we talked about this, this end times beast at the United Nations Plaza. It was a sculpture that was on display at New oh, York yeah. City's United Nations Plaza, and everybody said that looks like the end times beast, mm -hmm. you know, because it was so grotesque, and it, it, like in the book of Daniel, how it describes it, mm -hmm. or in Revelation, and it right away sparked a controversy, controversy on social media for its resemblance to the end times beast. And... Um, well, what, the one with the... Um uh, statue of like the with the leopard. horns, like the ten horns, and the and the yeah, with like seven a, heads, like a lion, like a with lion wings with wings and, and stuff like that. But, but I mean, are they describing the beast that the Lord sent out that was moving like lightning, or are they describing the beast that the whore of Babylon sat on? Well, I'm not sure. I don't know. We didn't decide uh, what it was looking okay. like. Okay, but what uh, it was a winged beast that was placed alongside of the 11-foot dragon sculpture. And um, so uh, everybody, everybody seemed to have an opinion about this, you know, and it looked terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, wh wh why would you put that up there on the United, New York City United Nations Plaza? Well, why would they have a dragon? I have no idea. But then there was a spokesperson for the UN Secretary General, who said, oh, well, the display was only temporary, and it was removed according to schedule. Yeah. <laughs> and I they missed so. the whole point, you know. Well, I don't even think there was a schedule. I think they just decided to... They better take it down. Yeah, huh? that's what I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, um, I just thought I'd let everybody know an update on... On that. Now, um, I ran across this article in Christian Headlines, and it says that Bible podcasts are number one and number two on Apple's chart. The interest in the Bible is expanding. You know why? Because the scripture is about the only place. And I, I, I want to say, well, you know, you have basic holy writings, you know, uh, uh, among the, the Jewish people. But as far as to the people, scriptures, that's the only place where people can get a glimpse at what to expect for the future. An explanation as to what's happening now and why it's happening. You don't find that in any other uh, dogma. It's just out there. But in the holy scriptures, it gives you history and it gives you... Uh, what's happening in the present, and if it gives you a glimpse at what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, let's give you a foreshadowing of what's, right. com what's coming. And that's why this is it's so interesting because then they can get an understanding of where we're headed. And it's alive, too, when right. you read it. It's the living word. So um, the two most popular podcasts in the United States right now are not about sports, news, or pop culture. It's about the Bible. Mm -hmm. The one is The Bible in a Year, hosted by a Catholic priest, Mike Schmitz, is number one. And Bible Recap, hosted by Tara Lee Cobble of, the, of D Group, whoever that is, is number two. 
The Bible in a Year features Schmidt's reading scripture and providing commentary in podcasts that span around 20 to 25 minutes. In the Bible recap, Kaba walks alongside the listener and reviews the day, that day's Bible reading. Each podcast lasts around eight minutes. So, um, Jeff Cavins, C-A-V-I-N-S, who frequently speaks on the Bible in a Year podcast, said it's popular, popular, popularly reflects a spiritual longing. The hunger for God in our culture is not a flash in the pan, but an enduring desire. Yeah, people, there's a famine. It's a famine for the word. The Lord said it was going to be that way. People looking towards a natural famine, the Lord is saying there's going to be a famine. It's going to be spiritual. It's going to be the word of God. It's going to be scarce. There's going to be people who are going to be reading, but they have no understanding of what in the world well, right looking now, at. Right now, it doesn't seem to be scarce, you know, because there are a lot of Bible apps and there's a lot of podcasts. But people have no understanding. But the... Um, See, no, Lord, but so, all right, that, that, but I'm going to tell you what I was thinking uh-huh. when I first read this article. And I'm thinking to myself, just look at the world around us. Look at how perverted we all are. Mm-hmm. Look at, or the world is. I mean, with all the same sex, same sex marriage, mm-hmm. the anything goes. You, yeah, you, you're left to your own. Genders. You're <laughs> left to your own imagination. Right. Whatever you think is right is going to be right. Right. You have your own standard of measurement for your morality. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm thinking. So, I, I I'm having trouble trying to figure out mm-hmm. what what are the people reading? What do they have an, as an understanding of the word? They don't. What is it that they, you know, it's not like they want to submit right. to the word of God. Right. I don't think that, I mean, how do you use the word of God for your own self-serving purpose? You misinterpret the scriptures or you try to find error in God's word like the Pharisees did with the Lord, the Sadducees. They try to find uh, uh, ways to try to poke holes in God's word. They try to change times and laws, the Lord says. They try to negate, they make, try to make the word of God common. But it, it's not going to work. Only for those who are going to be deceived will it, will it become common. But for those who want the truth... It will not. There are a lot of people who still have the wool pulled over their eyes. And this is the greater sin because the Lord said we all have sin. And we're all accounted unworthy so that God can make us worthy. But the greater sin is after he reveals to you this is wrong and you still reject them because you do not want to change. That's the greater sin. Because everybody's counted under sin and then the people say, Lord, I was wrong. They repent and they receive salvation. The ones that are going to have the greater sin are the ones that say, no, no, that's, you know, that's not it. That's not the answer. And they go in their own way. That's the greater sin. So in the judgment, in the day of judgment, that second resurrection, the Lord said when he opened the book and he judged everybody according to their works, that's not the saints. Those are, that second resurrection, those are the people who reject the salvation. So you're judged according to the law. You're judged according to your works, which the Lord said, no man can be justified. So ironically, someone sent me this article after I was reading, after I printed this one about the you know, Bible being 
podcast being number one and two on Apple's charts. Mm -hmm. And it says, faith-based apps bring in $175.3 million in venture funding in 2021. Mm -hmm. Oh, can you imagine? I can imagine people who greedy after Luca go go and say, I think I'll become a a preacher. (laughs) Religious and Christian apps jumped from $6.1 million dollars in 2016 to 175.3 million dollars in 2021. Mm-hmm. So in 2020, the year of the the year the pandemic began, venture capital funding for those apps was 48.5 million dollars. One of the most successful apps was Hallow, H-A-L-L-O-W, which is a Catholic-based for-profit app that raised $50 million this year. The app helps users create a routine of prayer and Bible reading. Another app, Glorify, raised some $40 million in, uh, in Series A funding this year. Investors included the SoftBank Latin America Fund and Singer Michael Buble. However, some say that those types of apps shouldn't charge subscription fees. Um, I don't think any religious app should be for profit, said Walter Rossi, a rector for the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington. Prayer is always free. But I thought it was an app to give them uh, certain structures, showing them, giving them routine. Yeah. Not praying for them. No, not praying for them, but what was to me that's you know, if you want to But that's like saying to... you shouldn't sell the Bible. Oh. But you but when you go to a bookstore you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm yeah, pretty sure the publishing company is getting a profit. I, I don't mm-hmm. think they're just breaking even. So um The Bible I, app I is the most popular religious app and is on more than four hundred million devices worldwide. And according to a recent Pew Research Center study, about 28% of Americans said their religious faith has been strengthened during the pandemic. Church attendance, however, has fallen by about 50%, and the pandemic has led to the cancellation of religious activities and in-person services around the world. But few say their religious faith has weakened as a result of the outbreak. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I'm thinking it just, it's just probably a mixture. Uh, and I feel like it depends on what the activity is and, and if they can be sooner or later, though, sooner or later, you have to come together. The Lord said, don't uh, forsake to assemble yourselves because there is power in prayer when people come together and pray, come together and praise the Lord, come together and talk about the goodness of the Lord and study his word and hear his word. The Lord said you even do it more often as the days become more evil. So, you know, some people might feel like they're content to not assemble, but sooner or later they're going to have to. So anyway, besides hallow, there is glorify, pray, abide, um, to name a a few of the apps Mm -hmm. that you can download. So, I don't know. That's just a few of the things that I wanted to, you know, talk about, but um, I don't know, I've got so many topics, I don't know which one, 
to pick, but you know, last week I know I remember saying that my my I have a pulling to talk about um I have a pulling to talk about hard times. People are going through a lot of hard times. Mm -hmm. And as a result of the hard times, they have a bitter heart. And and part of me feels like people need to strengthen their faith. And they need to be spiritually encouraged. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with maybe the pandemic and the... Uh, what has happened to people as a result of the pandemic, you know, losing your um, jobs or people losing loved ones because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't, I, I, I feel like people need to know what the Bible has to say about hard times, you know, because I think about Right, especially when people are surrounded by, if they're trying to do right, by people who are wicked, and they're going forward doing everything they think that they can do in their own standard, and, the, and it doesn't seem like they're being negatively affected. It seems like they get away with murder. And I have to say <laughs> that, like, just recently, just recently, you know, I pray for a lot of people that I would like the Lord to save mm -hmm. or heal or deliver or help um, or have the Lord change their hearts or their minds mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, just to do right. And I pray and I pray and I pray. And I was reading just recently in Genesis and it struck me about, um, this, you know, when you, t when I can't even remember what chapter it's in. But it's about uh, Sodom and Gomorrah going to be um, wiped out. Mm -hmm. And the Lord mentioned it to Abraham that that's what was going to happen. And Abraham, right away, and I don't know if, he's, if he felt that way because Lot was over there. A, Probably. A relative. A relative with his herdsmen and their children and his wife. So I don't know if that's why Abraham felt that, or if he just in general felt like, gosh, that's a lot of people, you know, to kill, to, to wipe out. Mm -hmm. So Abraham was talking to the Lord. And, and I like that when you can read in the Bible and it says that Abraham and the Lord were talking to right. each other, mm -hmm. you know, and I like that, that it, makes it so real, mm -hmm. you know, that you can do that. You can talk with the Lord, Amen. and he will answer you. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's saying, you know, he's kind of stuttering and stammering is how I picture it in my mind, that, well, what if there are 50 people that are righteous? Would you still right. destroy? Say, not even for 50. And um, yeah, I'll keep and the Lord says, well, if, if there are 50, okay. And then Abraham thought a minute. And then he says, well, what about 40? Mm -hmm. And he's going down the line. Until he got and, to 10. And then he said, well, what about, I, does he say five? No, I thought it was, I, I, I don't, don't know how low he goes, but he, mm -hmm. we'll have to look it up. But mm -hmm. he goes pretty low. Right. 
And, you know, he, he says, now, now, Lord, don't, I don't want to get you upset. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to make you angry. Mm-hmm. But, but what if there's like a few people, just a few people that um, are righteous? Would you still destroy the mm-hmm. city for that? Yeah. And, and the Lord says, well, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a few, no, I won't. And then so they ended that conversation. And then when you read on, it talks about how these angels went to Sodom and uh, I think it was Sodom and mm-hmm. sought out Lot and, mm-hmm. and said, get your son-in-laws and your, and, you know, your daughters and your son-in-laws. And that was terrible. I mean, they were so wicked. All these two angels. Right, he stopped at 10. Oh, did he? Right, and, and 10 is a very significant number uh, that the Lord has uses. Everything, like a multiple of 10, like 40 years, you know, and 10 represents a million. In the Jewish faith, if you don't have 10 men, then you don't really have an official, uh, like, service or burial. Oh, so, I So see. he stopped at 10 because he was probably thinking... There has to be at least 10 men, and he's probably thinking about Lot's family and his herdsmen. Yeah, so then I'm reading on, and the angels were men, evidently, mm-hmm. and they went into this, uh, I think it's Sodom. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's Sodom or Gomorrah. And, and then all of a sudden, all these evil men, mm-hmm. want, they were ready to break down the door of, of yeah, Lot but you to know get they, into you know how, sodomy. How wicked they were. Mm-hmm. You know, don't you think? That if you're looking for something and the Lord smites you with blindness, you will stop in your tracks and say, I'm blind. No, they said, where's the door? <laughs> I can't find the door. <laughs> no, they were so. But even all this doesn't, it, 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 I, this is just leading up to what I was, what impressed me. Because after, you know, so the angels were just so fed up with Lot, he just grabbed his hand and grabbed the daughter's right. hand and, and the wife and... The wife. and and then they just said, we got to get out of here. You know, right. we just got to get out of here. And don't look back till you, you know, right. don't look back. So um, they're running away, okay, from the city that's going to be destroyed. And then you read on, and it says in the Bible, and, and I just had to stop mm-hmm. and, and, and take it all in because it said, and the Lord remembered Abraham. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, he pulled Lot and his family out. Because he said, we can't do anything until you get him out of here. But he remembered. So, right. so Abraham was asking the Lord and, mm-hmm. and kind of interceding for right. people who were he, righteous. Right. And he, he didn't know what the Lord was going to do. He's right. a peradventure. Mm-hmm. You, you do this. And I think he rested easy. I think Abraham was thinking, oh, well. You know. And then he walked away. <laughs> so they ended their conversation. And, and sometimes that's how we are when we um, end our conversation with mm-hmm. the Lord. We mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen. Right. We don't know if he's going to answer our prayers. We don't know. Or he, or he tells us, yeah. I'm well, sometimes he does, but sometimes he doesn't say anything, and you, you, you're not. Then you wait on him, because eventually he's going to let you know. But then it says that the Lord remembered Abraham. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, God, there's hope for all my prayers for mm-hmm. people. 
there's still hope. Right. There's hope for anybody who's praying for anything, whether it's healing or deliverance or mm-hmm. concerning your finances or, I mean, even, I don't know, anything. If you're acknowledging the Lord and taking seriously mm-hmm. with your right heart, taking it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Then the Lord will deliver God remembers. Right. God remembers your prayers. God remembers what you asked him. Right. He remembers. Right. He doesn't forget. Right. And that you will hear from the Lord. And see, and a lot of people, they get discouraged because it just doesn't seem like if they look according to their flesh, it doesn't appear as if the Lord is hearing them. Today's verse of the day comes from 1 Kings 8 and 61. Let your heart therefore be perfect with the Lord our God to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments as at this day. Ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was the fruit of the righteous is what? And the answer is a tree of life. And that answer can be found in Proverbs 11.30, which reads, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. This week's food for thought is, The mouth of a righteous man is what? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.